Well, folks, we made it. We're here. It's time. Nine films, one after the other. We put ourselves through hell for you, for the content, and for the listens and the views and whatever you want to call them. But we are here, finally. Snyder Cut is coming out this week as when this episode comes out, we're recording this ahead of time. But when you are listening to this, the Snyder Cut is coming out in just a matter of days. And I know what you're thinking. Like, huh, what are the three guys who I've been following on this journey through the DCEU think about the DCEU as a whole before it gets wrapped up with a monochromatic bow to the tune of Hallelujah? What do they think about the whole series? How would they rank the films? Well, oh boy, do I have the episode for you. Because this is the penultimate edition of Into the Snyderverse, a Geek Explained Extra series where I, along with my co-hosts here, are going to be ranking every single film in the DCEU ahead of the Snyder Cut. I am joined, of course, by my stalwart brothers, my uh, brothers-in-arms when it comes to uh, these films. My man! That being, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> that being from the Artistic Liberties podcast, Andrew Kincaid. My man, it's finally over. It's finally over. <laughs> and from the Scripts and Screams podcast, we have, of course, the distinguished Chris Carter. We suffered, people. We suffered through maybe seven or eight terrible movies, maybe six, definitely three. But we're here. We made it. We're alive, unscathed, but definitely not scarred and scarred. No, we are scarred. I've been, we are we, I've been, I've been drinking. I've been, We've been drinking. We've been drinking. <laughs> we have. Um, Andrew, of course, bringing his smoky scotch, uh, Mm -hmm. Chris with his mixture of tequila and vodka. I'm so glad you remember that. (laughs) And I've got my wine. We're here. We're here to talk about all the films. If you've been following along with the series, thank you very much for listening. It's been a wild ride for all of us to go through this series, um, to kind of sit down and really all talk about it. Cause we're, we're fans. We're fans of varying Mm -hmm. degrees, uh, whether we were comic book fans beforehand or just fans of good movies and some not so good movies you know we we wanted to make this as kind of a retrospective to kind of celebrate because regardless of how you feel about the Snyder Cut and trust me we have some feelings about the Snyder Cut it is kind of a big deal and with it basically marking what is kind of the end of I guess what you could call phase one of the DC films who knows where the DC films are going now um it's kind of a momentous occasion so for those of you who were on the ride with us I want to say a big thank you for that thank you very much yes thank you guys thank you but in this episode we are going to be going down the list talking about how we rank these films from best to worst the good the bad and the very ugly uh we've each got our own kind of lists we've each got formats that we are sticking to i am doing a traditional uh from nine to one format andrew will be doing a uh tiered column list and chris carter is being our little venn diagram in the middle and mixing both it's like peanut butter and chocolate he is the he is the reese's cup to our I peanut butter. It. I lost it. But I had it. And then we it, were in the air. We, we, we were good. It was, it was, it was Fugazi. It was fairy. Fugazi nice. there. Was, <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically this episode is going to be kind of, like I said, a retrospective, kind of an epilogue per se, going through the list. So let's just go ahead and kick things off. Um, at number nine, I think the, to the surprise of no one, I have Justice League. Or mm-hmm. as some people refer to as Justice League. Um, <laughs> Justice League. This, you, you, you fucking laugh, but people call it this. This is a literal thing. Um, and I think, you know, it it fits. Oh, it, if yeah. the shoe fits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, it's just, it is the worst. Just objectively, it's the worst out of the whole thing, for, in my opinion. It's a nothing movie. It does nothing for me. It makes me think about nothing. I, I can't 
think of just like off the top of my head if i'm thinking about it i can't think of a single scene that happens in this movie you give me a couple seconds Mm -hmm. i'll find something because of who i am as a person but like this film just isn't it's not anything it's not it's just like that feeling but in movie form that you have to sit through almost an hour and a half of like it's it's tough so it's just bad it's a whole basket of awful things and we're getting a better one question mark but we'll see <laughs> yeah, a uh, longer one yeah a, a longer one for sure that is absolutely sure. correct um we also have at number eight batman v superman dawn of justice now i didn't think i was going to put it this low but re-watching it going through the episode um it's this low i'm sorry it just is um, <laughs> it's it's a film that is trying to save it unlike Justice League, it is, or Justice League. I, I love how you guys love that. Um, <laughs> unlike that film, like this film is trying to say something, but the stuff that it's saying is just, it's it's all the wrong stuff. Um, it just, it fundamentally doesn't understand its characters. It is trying, is paint by numbers, trying to take things that don't work with the characters and trying to mishmash them into a three hour film. Um, it just it doesn't work for me on really any level. The visuals are cool, I guess. It brought us Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, which at least two of us really enjoy. Um, Chris notwithstanding, <laughs> but um, it is it is just it's it is what it is. It's at number eight for me. At number seven, I have Aquaman. Um, this is a film that made me angry, and I don't like to get angry at films. But the moment that I heard pitbull being blared at me from this movie i realized all was lost and i just i want to make a quick note i don't think there are any other like pop songs in that film it's just a weird random inclusion of pitbull for Mm -hmm. like a 10 second scene of them walking from the beach it's it's bad it's bad it's pretty but it's bad and that's the only reason that it's above batman v superman is because it's very pretty um, and it has Black Manta, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, who's amazing. A wonderful actor. I, I, I can't get enough of watching him on screen. So Agreed. good. Agreed. So and good. for that, it is above the, uh, above the number eight spot, at, sitting at number seven. At number six, though, I guess you could also, for me, put this at uh, like a 1B, is Suicide Squad. 100% Captain Boomerang, 100% of the time, you knew <laughs> it would be at least better than Batman v Superman and Justice League, which have a distinct lack of Captain Boomerang. I almost have to set this movie to the side because of that. <laughs> but objectively, because this is a structured list, I had to put it at number six. Because overall, <laughs> it's just, it's it's not it's not a good movie. It's not. We all yeah. know this. It's one giant music video. But yeah. I think it did give us some good things. Captain Boomerang being the prime example. I guess also Margot Robbie as well as Harley Quinn, who's gone yeah. on to do some things. But um but yeah, it's it's not what I would call any kind of like winner, but it is <laughs> it's it's got charm and it's it's fun to watch at certain points. I think having Will Smith there ups the charm factor a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know it's it's some kind of Suicide Squad. So that's it is at number six for me. And number yeah. five, I have Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Now, this is the most recent in our series. Uh, It's, you know, if you want to get, honestly, if you want to get our uncut thoughts on all of this, we have the episodes for you. But um, Wonder Woman, for me, just isn't, you know, it's it doesn't live up to the promise of the first episode. And it's not the first episode, the first movie. And it really, the things that I like about it don't quite outweigh the stuff that's wrong with it. Uh, we talked about last episode that it is a movie we're going to remember because of the world events going on around it. But overall, it's not the strongest. However, it does break into the top five. So I guess that's something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Which, was what, which is basically yeah. what we said, right? It's like, right. it's kind of, it's neither great nor terrible. It's yeah, the, the, the only film that all of us ranked the same when it came to our ratings mm-hmm. all the way across six out of 10. Um, at number four, I have 
Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Uh, it is a fun ride. What Suicide Squad was as a fun ride, this is like that, but like way turned up to 11. Birds of Prey is just, it's a, f- you don't realize the time passing when you're watching this film. I remember coming out of the theater and being like, was that two hours? Shit, okay. Like it was, it you you forget because you're able to get mm-hmm. lost in the ridiculousness of it. And there's a lot of ridiculousness to it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, it is a fun ride with a kick-ass soundtrack, amazing casting. I will pitch Journey Smollett as a Black Canary HBO series till the day I die. Every day. Every day. Every day. day. Every day, but it's it's still there are certain problems with it. But it is if you want to look for a fun uh, a fun DC movie, you look no further than this. Um, at number three, might be a little surprising. Uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel is my number three. Uh, it's Superman, so you knew it had to rank real high, and it is my top three. But unfortunately, there are just things about it that would be compounded upon in Batman v Superman that just show to me that Zack Snyder doesn't get Superman. Um, we talked about a lot of the problems when it came to the structure of it, the disregard for Superman as a character in lieu of like, I want to make him fight. But like, there are certain charms to it. The Krypton sequence we talked about is just really, yeah, really cool. Um, so good. We really, I really <clears throat> enjoy that Smallville fight. Um, I think that they had a lot of potential with Henry Cavill as Superman. They still do. It, it's not too late. You can turn this boat around. But I think this, it, it is one of the strongest and it's a great way to kick off the DCEU and really, really does set the tone for the whole series does that Man of Steel film. <laughs> but um, it is it is at number three for me. And number two, I have Shazam. Um, Shazam mm. is just, it's, it's a bucket of laughs. It's so fun. I really enjoy it for what it is. I know that it's also going to be Chris's number one so I put it at number two. <laughs> fun has both, cri- has both Christmas, <laughs> cute and fun in it. So you know Chris is all over it. Yeah. <laughs> but but honestly, you know, it's earnest. It's a fun uh, superhero film that really kind of gets to the heart of the character in a way that other films on this list just don't for the characters that are featured. So that's why it's at my number two. And then finally, at number one, it's Wonder Woman. Um everything we've talked about it before it is i think the best film out of the whole bunch because you just you take a character that was uh established but also prepped to be given a new spin and they did it they gave as much as they could they took it seriously they make us they made a sincere earnest film that shines at certain points brighter than really any of the other films on this list but at the same time the third act is just nosedive it is i think we put it in the episode we fumble the ball uh the other team picks it up makes a three-pointer and we're sent to the penalty box and that's (laughs) that's the uh that that's the correct sports ball analogy that we made i think something like that (laughs) but um I think without that third act, that terrible third act, this film would have been even higher. But um, for me, it it still is what every DC film should strive towards. T- having a message, taking it seriously, but also remembering that superheroes are supposed to inspire hope in people. So uh, that is my list, uh, nine to one. And uh, I'm going to now hand off the reins to our boy, my man. My man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, folks. While I am staying away from the traditional uh, one through nine that Eric has established, or nine through one, I'm sorry, um, I've decided to do sort of different and do a uh, almost column slash tier system. If you're a big video game player, you'd probably be familiar with the S, A, B, C, D, E, and F ranking, as these seven categories are going to be a few different movies will be placed in these categories, sharing the same slots with the others. 
So starting off with S, uh, full superior movies that I think everyone should see uh, mean a whole lot to me artistically, uh, are worth something, can really have real merit to them. These are the following. Moving on, on to A, movies I that, knew it. that I would recommend to anybody go see, anyone I to really take it. some value to. <laughs> Uh, movies that really do deserve to be watched oh, and uh, oh, just it. just get my seal of approval. Like that's a, this is an A movie to me. That was brilliant. Moving on Fucking to again. the B ranking. God damn it. We have the B category. These movies are fun. These movies are a good time. They're popcorn flicks. They've got some merit of value to them. And we have two movies from the DCEU. We have Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman sitting into the B category. The best of a lot, at least to me, the two that I can't say one is better than the other one, but both share um, some interesting qualities, both good use of color, uh, both interesting directors trying to make their way in unknown territory an unknown genre and kind of come out with interesting movies that no one kind of expected and at times no one gives enough credit for and again in the b slot i give that to birds of prey and wonder woman and next we come into the c category these movies are about middle of the road they're okay there's nothing that's you know, remarkable about them. Are they game changers? No. Are they still a good time to watch? Yes, absolutely. Are you going to, you know, be offended by them? No, not at all. Are they going to challenge you? No. Are you going to have an okay time? Yeah. And that is Wonder Woman 1984, the perfect in the middle of the road movie. They Nothing, you know, terribly new, nothing dynamic, nothing astounding, but at the same time, a whole lot of fun, a lot of heart, a lot of good mood means, and again, like really pretty on the eyes, just through and through. Next, we come to D, the D-listers. The movies that maybe are not bad, but are definitely not good, and just barely make it to the okay territory. And with that, we have Suicide Squad. Yes, in actuality, I do think Suicide Squad can still be fun at times. I still think that in its heart and hearts, David Ayer's Suicide Squad does shine through and that movie probably could have been better. It's a fun time to riff on and it's a fun time to have a beer with and just make a bunch of jokes on. Is it a good movie? No. Is it a bad movie? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Is it okay? <laughs> it's still okay. It's still okay. Hey. And next we get to the E category. Are these bad movies? Yes. These are bad movies. I didn't have a good time. I do not in any way recommend these movies. And these are the following. Man of Steel, Aquaman, Shazam. These three movies, unfortunately, are duds to me. These movies are... Just like there's some good things to them. There's some fun to them. There's some moments where I will say that's pretty on point to the character. But unfortunately, they just don't quite get the point for me. They don't quite make the slam dunk and I don't even get make it to half court. Next, we come to F, absolute failures, movies that offend me, movies that piss me off to my core, movies that I say stay far far away from and that owes to our justice league and batman versus superman <laughs> dawn of justice justice league is just a terrible movie in that it's one artist artist trying to pick up a trying to pick up the brush after the actual painter left and like doing a completely different style than what was originated like this is just a mangled mess and there's no heart there's no enthusiasm no one wants to be on screen no one wants to be there and there's just no fun to it batman versus superman dawn of justice is literally just angry testosterone for two and a half hours Three and a half, if you want to go for the extended cut, which I've done, unfortunately. <laughs> and let me tell you, that just pissed me off and left me angry all over again. That has been my ranking of the seven categories. Thank you for going on my journey as we've gone through the DCEU. Chris Carter, you're up next. <clears throat> I mean, the only way I can follow that is by saying, um, if you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> keep, going. Mind, like, keep going. Keep going. 
And he's, it's uh, hell getting to heaven, folks. It's true. I will say that it's interesting because my list is going to be a little different than your guys's. And again, <clears throat> for people that haven't been Which following, is that mm-hmm. um, I don't have like for me, I'm only ranking with what I see on screen. Like that's it. There is no, you know, my my history with Batman maybe goes back a few films, but not like you guys do with the scores of comics and the different. Um, timelines and storylines and all that so i'm just kind of going with what i see and and as you guys are talking uh my list is going to take some audible because you, you guys made some really good points and i'm thinking well this should be higher than that but i have you know i'm going to go nine to one i'm going to give you the movie what i liked most and what i didn't like most and they'll be just real quick pieces but rounding out my number nine again fun silly goofy that's not my that's not me so birds of prey is my number nine you don't get to say shit putting Shazam <laughs> in the fucking E tier, okay? You don't get to say shit. Sorry, Chris, continue. No, no, it's good. It's good. I thought I thought what I what I enjoyed most about it was was Eel McGregor. And I think one of us said that he would have been a great villain, almost kind of a jokerish villain. And I think his villain was great. He was intimidating. It was it was interesting. I knew nothing about that character either. To me, it was just I had no backstory. So it, I liked that. It was interesting. Um, I What I didn't like most, some of the fight scenes seemed pretty, they seemed really choreographed. They seemed really, you know, goofy. And it did feel like a music video. It felt like if, if Suicide Squad was nine, this is 15. And and again, we're talking about fun and goofy. And that's just not, not that wasn't, but I love Margot uh, as, as, as Harley. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come to that. But my number eight, Again, on the subject of not loving goofy and fun is Suicide Squad. Sorry, hashtag no Captain Boomerang. And um, I don't Fuck off. What <laughs> <laughs> I love Will Smith and Margot Robin it though. I think that they are they are true stars in this in this ensemble cast, and it really shows and it really raises their star. It really raises the, the level of, of talent and acting when they are on camera. Like to me, they steal it every single time. And there's one good scene in that entire movie for me. And it's when they're at the bar and, um, and I believe we're getting, um, I can't think of his name, the guy that sets things Captain on fire. Boomerang. Yeah. That's not who it was. And, uh, and, and, and your, your yeah, favorite that, actor, Joel Kinnaman. Oh yeah. Another reason to love suicide squad. Um, I ranked it too high at eight out of nine. And, uh, and Margaret Robbie says, you got to own that shit, be a bad guy. Right. And I think that the way that that story kind of unfolded and her throwing that out there was 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 pretty cool. But outside of that, the story wasn't great. The big bad was terrible. I cannot stand Joel Kinnaman as an actor in this film. I think that it's just um, I don't know. And, and, and my limited understanding of Rick Flagg is, uh, is that he's supposed to be kind of a um, help me out. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the uh, Marvel. Series. Thank you. Um, and it just does not exude that at all. So it's a big mess for me. Um, number seven, and this is where my I'm going to change stuff up because of our conversation, guys. Uh, number seven, I have uh, Shazam. And again, are we, if we're noticing a trend, the fun, the kitschy, the kicky, for me, it's, it's, and Shazam did nothing wrong. No In my fun notes, zone. I have no it, the fun right. Zone. It, it's and Jack Dylan Grazer is hilarious. I loved him and it's mm-hmm. anything he's in. Th- this kid's going to be a fucking star. Like he's already Agreed. a star. He's just going to, you know, so it makes me a little envious on this little punk kid is eons beyond anybody that I know. So it's like, good for you, Jack. Um, he's both funny. He's invulnerable. Um, him and um, oh, I can't think of the lead's name right now. Who's who plays Shazam Zachary when he's all buffed out. Asher. Thank you. Zachary oh. Levi, Zachary, Zach Zachary Levi. Levi. Um, him and Zach Levi have great chemistry, but again, I didn't hate anything. I just didn't love anything about it. And I think that's my, my perspective when it comes to, to that because that lens when it comes to the funny kitschy stuff um so now my number six which was number seven is a uh, wonder woman 84 which ironically enough mm. all of us gave it a six and yeah. it's it's right in the middle a little towards the back end of it but i loved kristen wig i love pedro which eric and aj broke the news that he <laughs> is our new joel yeah. from last of us yeah breaking news i think we're Super excited for that shit. I mean, we just got that announcement maybe and maybe an hour and a half, two hours ago. Um, that's awesome. I am so excited. I was already excited for it, but now knowing that he's playing Joel, I just get I'm super excited for it. And he was wonderful in Wonder Woman 84. Um, I didn't hate anything, I didn't love anything about it either. I thought that I, I have a real problem with Gal Gadot's acting. I think that people are kind of seeing that now. Again, she's a star, 
but that doesn't mean she's a great actress. And I think that there's a distinction in Hollywood mm-hmm. when it comes to that, but we can talk about that later. Um, number five, and here's where, this is where the shift happens. Um, I have Justice League. And there were some really cool moments for me. I mean, granted, the CGI was horrendous. And that's a big reason why we're getting the uh, the Snyder Cut. So I think Justice League, the C- I like seeing the different parts of how, I think the mother boxes were kind of discovered. You get different vignettes of these different worlds. And yes, it feels like it's a little mishmash. But at the same time, we're trying to build a universe and it's maybe three or four films deep. I love the line at the end though, Eric. I'm a big fan. Um, I, I believe in truth, but I'm also a big fan of justice. I do love I, that when shit. I think, it's so dumb. When I see, yeah, right. It's the whole yeah moment. And that's when I think of Justice League, there's that scene and there's the scene. I think when um when they're when when Flash looks at Superman and, and he's and he just kind of catches eyes and Flash's eyes just pop open like that. There are a couple really good moments, but again, it's definitely burdened by the bad in it. So, but that's my number five. My number four is Batman versus Superman. And, I, and again, I know you guys shit on it, but um, I think that's got one of the best fight scenes in it. The, when, of course, when Batman's mowing people the fuck down and he blows some dude up with a flamethrower because he's trying to protect Martha. And, um, you know, I, I thought that that was, that was, that wasn't terrible. And I didn't mind that the staff had, you know, kryptonite in it. I mean, you know, again, Maybe I shouldn't write this as I'm talking about it. I'm talking myself out of it. But I will say the first time that Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent meet at Lex Luthor's event, that was fun. That that to me was cool. And we had kind of the first time we have two superstars uh, kind of on opposite sides of the field and they meet for the first time. And, you know, Bruce Wayne says, which one is that? Do I own that one? It's just it's it's interesting. I found that pretty cool. Um, My third is Aquaman. And look and, and again, I mean, give, give, give me one, Andrew. Give me a, give me an aqua bro throw out. Give it to me. Give it to me, Andrew. My Come man. on, you can do it. <laughs> He's right, disgust on his face. <laughs> do it. Do it. Carnival Barker do it. at his like really like <laughs> abuse. Do it, you freak. Right. I wasn't. Um. You know, I I enjoy a good Atlantis story. I'm a sucker for anything Atlantis, and so I, I'm that automatically gets points right. for it. And. You know, at that point, I think at this point, the DCEU kind of flipped. I mean, we're looking at more comical and not so dark. And so this might have been the, the first, I think it's the first one. It was, but but anyway, it was a visual spectacle, right? I mean, it, I would love to have seen it in 3D. I didn't in the theater, um, but it, it, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, at least in that regard that it was looked very pretty. Um, and again, Eric, you know the actor's name who plays Black Manta. Can you give me his name? Yaya Abdul-Mateen the second. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He is incredible. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, we, we mentioned it when you gave his list. I'll watch anything. And you and I were fortunate enough to watch um, Watchmen as it as it premiered. And he like was in the incredible. But yeah, and, and he's incredible in that. So, you know, uh, but but again, the, the CGI for Patrick, for Jason Wilson was fucking horrible. Like that shit was on, <laughs> on like mummy king bad so yeah but but you know the underwater fight scenes were both really cool and really bad at sometimes i love when they went into i think it's the the trench or the deep that was cool but i'm, I'm a sucker for underwater stuff so sure. i think that i might have been hedging towards that my number two is wonder woman um for all the reasons you guys had mentioned it's it was it was inspiring it was it was wonderful no pun on it um and i remember when when me and you, Eric, went to go see Batman versus Superman, and I, I'll never forget this. Everybody was wearing their Batman shirts, Superman shirts, and I saw a little girl come in wearing a Wonder Woman shirt. And I thought that was so fucking cool. And for that to evolve into this film and to have hopefully to, 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 to have the resonance with, with young women um, that I hope that this film has, um, it's 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 awesome it really is and, and again i have problems with gal gadot but i think her and petty petty jenkins they they found lightning in the bottle and um despite it falling apart in the in the back end which we talked about in length i still think it's worth the ride and her and chris pine are magnificent um on camera and lastly it's man of steel man of steel is my number one mm-hmm. and um i i watch i watch this movie maybe twice a year and i still find things to enjoy about it people shit on the color palette i don't i don't mind it um, I have problems with Henry Cavill. I don't think he's necessarily a very good actor. I think he's, I think he's, again, I think he's a star. I don't necessarily think he's a great actor. Um, right. I love Amy Adams in this. Um, 
I, I just think there's so much like about it. And it's in, I noticed there, 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 there are elements of, 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 of like horror in it. Like, especially when they're first seeing the ship coming back and, and everybody's getting that transmission and it's just, it's uncomfortable. And we have that great scene at the beginning of Krypton and, Yes, there are holes in the story. Why Russell Crowe's character is just kind of still on the ship. And Eric, and uh, Eric, like you mentioned, they just found a suit. It wasn't earned. I, I was yeah. listening to our episode and, and that feels cheap. And I know you have the strongest opinion on that because he's your guy. But just watching my man, on, my man, my man. <laughs> and just watch it. And in case for people that don't know, both these guys are wearing Superman shirts right now. Um, it's it's it is something to kind of see. We get an iteration of of Superman with a Warner Brothers backing. Um, so for me, you know, I, that that's my number one. And I think I will say that that would have been an interesting way to kind of start that universe as long as they continued down that path. But I think, like we mentioned, if you don't have oversight, if you don't have some type of a Kevin Feige on your staff or or, or running the ship, it's just going to run aground. So, but that's my top nine, fellas. Nice. So nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm very surprising list. You're right. Like we, we definitely, yeah. we've had some, some i think uh but but this is great because that's why like the three of us are doing this because we come to this with different perspectives yeah and having mm -hmm. andrew fucking punch his hand <laughs> i can't but like i also like i i i understand of course andrew would put it there like i i think especially going on this ride with you guys fit you know finding out your perspectives <laughs> on this stuff like being able to really like get into like the things we love the things we really really hate and the stuff that like kind of inspires us to want better yeah um, i think it's it's yeah. awesome and you know going into the snyder cut as we're coming out with this each of us has our favorites um chris his number one is man of steel mine is wonder woman and i think in a previous episode andrew said birds of prey is your favorite it is birds of prey birds of prey is still at the top Yes. So um, real quick, as we're kind of uh, looking back on everything, I have compiled what all of our ratings are for each movie. So I just want to just roll through those real quick. Um, we already talked about it. I'm going to go from most recent to least recent. Um, and we can see if we all if we agree with our ratings looking back on them now. Um, for Wonder Woman 84, I think we're all still in agreement. All of us six out of ten. Mm -hmm. yeah cool cool uh as we're going back now to birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn or birds of prey harley quinn or harley quinn the birds of prey <laughs> um i put it at a seven out of ten andrew also had it at a seven out of ten chris you had it at a five out of ten do you guys agree <sighs> with your ratings no <laughs> no <laughs> How can you say this is worse than Justice League? Like, how can you rationally say Seriously, that? like, for those of you, because this is an audio format, of course, uh, you couldn't see it. But the entire time Chris was giving his rationale, Andrew and I were both giving him, like, side eye, like you wouldn't believe. But, um, but yes, uh, Chris, what would your, looking back on it now, uh, what would your rating be for this film? For, for birds? For birds of prey for bop bop nine yeah, you know me i ranked it yeah right nine there's i don't there's well, a out lot of ten out of ten about. how would you rate it nine out of ten? No, nine, out, nine. nine out of ten yes oh my bad i see what you're saying i apologize no ten being the highest one being the lowest i yeah. would say one a one what all right. all right maybe okay tell you what no i take it back oh i see dude I'm drinking too much. It's the vodka tequila mix. Five. Yes, I would say five. I would say five. I would say five. Stick with the five. Okay. okay. Right. Stick with the five. Yes. Andrew, you stick it with the seven. Um, you know, it, it, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven. Like when I first saw it, I I, I kind of went in thinking it was an eight, but then after like hearing you guys have talked about it, it was just like, you know, I had more fun than I think this movie they <laughs> deserved. So I think I might have been a little too nice. But I give That's it a fair. I give it I give it a solid seven, like with some retrospect of just like you know, it's not a great movie, it's nothing like spectacular, but it's still like a really fun time, and there's a lot of cool things in there for sure. Yeah, and I I absolutely agree. Seven for the banging soundtrack. Um, I will still never forgive this movie for attempting to do Cassandra Kane and just making some kind of kid. 
Um, but... Baby steps, Eric. Baby steps. <laughs> oh, I'm tired of baby steps. We um, we got like four other Batgirls we have to get through to get to Cassandra Cain. So, you're right. So you're like, right. You're right. Sorry. You, you had to throw the bone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that brings us to Shazam. Now I think there are going to be some changes here. Um, I ranked it as an eight out of ten. Chris, you ranked it out as a, a six out of ten. Do you agree with your ranking? Yeah. Or would you? No, that's okay. good. Okay. Andrew, you had it at a five out of ten. Mm. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> Folks, he's doing he's this like, just to hurt me. Fuck it. He's doing this <laughs> to hurt me. That's what, that's what it's about. That's really what it's about. He's trying to no, he's right. He's right. No, I give this a five. <laughs> like it's a, it's a, it's a dumb movie, but it's a, it, like I would give, I would give this to an eight and 10 year old, like anytime. Like I would put this on like a car ride to like, you know, some, some road trip. Like it's a, it's a road trip movie. Like I, I would, Fair. I would definitely show this to the target audience, which is a kid. Yeah. Am I going to be, am I going to recommend this to another adult that, that, that I worry has respect for me? No, yes. I wouldn't. But yes. <laughs> um, and that brings us now to apparently the most divisive film, Aquaman. Aquaman was apparently <laughs> all over the place when it came to this fucking list. Um, really true, though. I ranked yeah. it or I rated it as a five out of 10. And I'm going to edit that. It is now a four out of 10 for me, especially going back through it. Um, the conversation, just us talking about it, like it's getting three points for being pretty and it's getting one point for Tamura Morrison and Nicole Kidman. And that's mm -hmm. all it's getting. So that's four points for me. Um, Chris, you ranked it at a, as a five out of 10. Do you agree with that rating or would you change it? No, I mean, I, I think I, I know that I put it at number three on my, my top nine, but I mean, it's not great, but in comparison to the other nine films, it's like, all right, well, this is the, the what the, the least of two evils or nine evils. No, I would say it's I would say it's a five. That's a that's fair. All right, all right. And Andrew, you rated it a three out of ten. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> exactly now, how I felt. Now we're going to Justice League. Um, I rate. I rated it as a two out of 10 and I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Chris, you rated it a four out of 10 and apparently you liked it a lot more than we thought you did. <laughs> Way more than I thought you did. Way more. Are you sticking with four out of 10? I mean, I'll, you know, I'll go to, I'll, I'm going to bump mine to five out of 10. Wow. Bet you are. I bet it, wow. it is my number five film out of my yeah. nine, out of my nine. Yeah, so, I know. I mean, Justifying that, that number ranking. I see you. I see what you're trying to pull. <laughs> and Andrew famously, it was all over the news media. It was all over Twitter. Mm -hmm. Andrew didn't give this movie a rating. He refused oh. to rate it out of 10. Andrew, are you staying with that or are you going to shock the world and give it a rating? I'm still refusing. He's still refusing. No surprises. <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate this movie through and through. This movie's no fun. This movie's just this this movie is like visual diarrhea. It's just uncomfortable in any fashion. <laughs> what a fucking visual. Right. Um, Thank and you. that's going to bring us to Wonder Woman. Uh, I rated it an 8 out of 10. I'm sticking with that as well. Um, I think it's definitely got its problems, but it's still the best. Uh, Chris, you gave it a seven out of ten. Are you sticking fair. with that? No. Yeah, I am. I'm. Yeah, that's fair. And Andrew, you also gave it a seven out of ten. Even seven. Is it good? It's that like to me, that's a perfect like seven out of ten. Like, there's nothing wrong with like a seven out of ten movie. That's still a good solid movie to watch. Let it ride. Mm -hmm. So then uh, that brings us to Suicide Squad. I initially gave this a four out of 10 and um, I just can't fight the feeling I'm giving it 10 boomerangs out of 10. <laughs> that's, that's right. You're doing this boomerang You're doing forever. This despite this. You're doing I am. This. I am. I could be a man and admit it. I could be a man and admit it. Uh, Chris, you gave it a five out of 10. Are you sticking I with did. that rating? No, 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 no. Let's drop that. It's definitely going to be 
I'm thinking three out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was respect. It was poop. Thank respect. you, uh, <laughs> Andrew. You gave it a two out of ten. Oh, that might have been a little too mean. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put it at a four. Full. Honesty. Wow. I'm put it at a four. Yeah. All right. Raise it up two notches and like, you know. <laughs> Again, like Jared Leto's um, Joker could have actually been a really good main villain if they had gone that route. And somewhere David Ayer's movie might be just a little bit better than what we got, but it's still, you you want to make, you want to have a good movie you make fun of, like Suicide Squad is the perfect making fun of movie. Fair, fair. Uh, now we have Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. I ranked it at a four out of 10. And I'm going to knock it down to three out of 10. That's disrespectful. It's <laughs> too much. My man. <laughs> Chris, you ranked it at a four out of 10. How would you, are you keeping that rating? Or are you bumping no. it up despite us? Let's bump that. But not despite you. <laughs> <laughs> but not out of spite. So, wow, four out of 10. That's that's bad. You guys must have talked me into it, man. I feel it's a peer pressure type of thing. It's a peer pressure type of thing with your logic and your sense and your reason. <laughs> hey, it, you can ignore that whenever you want. Exhibit A, Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> 10 boomerangs out of 10. 10 boomerangs out of 10. I don't care about peer pressure. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's, that's a tough draw. I didn't love it, but oh, it's better than some of them. I'll give it a, let's do a six. I think six is fair. Maybe even a six and a half, not a seven. Definitely deserve seven. But let's solid, you know what? Six, solid six. Six out of 10. Yes. Uh, and Andrew, you gave it a one out of 10. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Keep it up. Still too generous. That was still too much of a good mood, but perfect. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have the one that started it all, Man of Steel. Uh, I initially rated it a six out of ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up to a seven oh, out of ten. Oh shit! Wow. Coming around seven out of ten for me. Uh, Chris talked me into it. Peer pressure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris also rated it a six out of ten. We almost had our hat trick in the very first episode. Yeah. Um, Chris, are you sticking with a six? Uh, no, I'll push it to an eight. Eight out you of know, ten. Yeah, there's a lot. I like. I watched. It is it your again. favorite. By yeah. by far and away, by far and away, yeah. there's a lot to like about Man of Steel. Like like I don't want to. This is the whole that can Man of Steel is an eighty. Convince me, I could do it if we had a couple <laughs> days. I wear you guys. You could down build an argument. Can, He's great yeah, at arguing. That's true. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Andrew, you gave it a three out of ten. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect again exactly how it should be exactly how it should be <laughs> fucking jesus imagery in a goddamn superman movie get out of this nonsense with that oh giving me God. fucking the entire 9-11 imagery in a superman flick there's children in the audience what's wrong with you people well ladies and gentlemen we've been through it all we've gone through the highs the lows <sighs> and the justice league um <laughs> and we're here like as we as are we're recording this you yeah. know when this episode drops snyder cut will be coming in just a matter of days gentlemen um we do know some things about the snyder cut that we didn't know when we started this whole endeavor uh we do know it is going to be a four-hour movie we do know it's going to be on hbo max and we've gotten some teases some clues some reveals from Zack snyder throughout the ensuing months between when we started this and when we uh, are recording this right now. A mm -hmm. couple things that I do want to point out. Uh, we also got a trailer uh, yeah. after we were filming this uh, or filming, recording this. Um, what did you guys think of the trailer? Andrew? Oh, the... Um, yeah, the Hallelujah trailer. Oh my God. What like <laughs> such like terrible use of tone. Like, <laughs> you what, saw such... Dark Side. Exactly. It's Hallelujah. And like, <laughs> why do we have to have a black and white Justice League movie? This makes no sense. This makes no is that for, sense. Is that the whole movie? Is it going to be we're, black and white? We're getting I, a cut that's going to be black yeah, and white. Yeah, it, it's going to be a separate cut, kind of like how Logan did a noir cut. Um, which made sense. Um, which makes sense. Yeah, it made sense for Logan. Movie. I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense for, it made, it made sense for Mad Max Fury Road. And it made sense for Logan because these I were like. I still haven't watched the black and white. 
Fury Road. I need to watch that. Oh god, so yeah. good because these well, these are movies that lay that relied heavily more on on practical effects, and practical effects look so good yeah. in black and white. You right. try to do that with a bunch of CGI, it's not gonna look good. It's gonna be a bunch of gray blurs on top of gray blurs. So like, I was very afraid from that trailer, and then when I heard it's gonna be four hours four hours of what we saw <laughs> uh, the two and a half version of it and that felt long uh chris yeah. what did you think about that trailer? no that's that's it. i mean the trailer it didn't get me excited to watch it again i think that i mean we talked about justice league in and out and, and it, it's kind of one things it's like it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the original. You watch it once, you don't ever have to watch it again. You, you've you seen it. Like, you know what <laughs> and happened. And that's coming from a horror connoisseur. You, exactly. You know he, right. he knows what he's yeah, talking that's about. That's true. Yeah. So I don't ever need to see Justice League again because, you know, the characters aren't going to get their, I mean, fucking four hours. They might get a, a really fleshed out backstory. But to me, it's it's not it's enticing. time to get their own fleshed I know, out right? And, and they talked about that, right? They talked about having, at, at one point, a miniseries. Like a, it's like a two or three part miniseries where, but I just don't, the 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 actors that are portraying these characters and the characters that are in this in the universe, they don't interest me enough to stick around for four hours. And it, I mean, think about it, guys. I mean, you guys have been in plays that are that are, what, two hours long? You need an intermission. So yep. four hours, we're just going to get up after the second hour. I, I'm not hyped for it. I saw the picture. I mean, that the the picture of uh, Jared Leto's Joker just dropped, I think, yes. yesterday, I think, right? As we're recording this, yes. Yeah. I, I so, definitely want to get your guys' thoughts on that for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it now, but but honestly, I'm not. I'm really not excited to – I'll watch it, sure, because I want to talk about it to you guys. And, and, and again, it, it's free. Like that, I mean, you know, it's built in entertainment. HBO Max and, and, subscribers, yeah. is right? In the free. age of COVID, it's, it's that's the exact amount of money I would pay to watch yeah. this. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, I love it. But yeah, that's we also, funny. you know, we do know that there are going to be some extended sequences. Dark Side's going to show up, I guess. Um, Steppenwolf is getting his new Beyblade horrific uh, design, oh where he's just a bunch of knives as a person oh, and oh, uh like... as as chris did allude to we now know that uh jared leto is not just appearing as joker in the snyder cut he's getting a full-blown sequence alongside batman with a whole new look for jared leto's joker i know i know everyone was real in love with that suicide squad appearance <laughs> for joker um this one interests me for a couple of reasons, but before we get into my perspective, Andrew's chomping at the bit to talk about this. So Andrew, tell me what you thought about, to set the scene. So it's basically uh, Jared Leto sitting in some kind of like butcher's uh, coat or a hospital gown or a straitjacket or whatever. He's got some gloves. Tattoos are gone. He's looking very crow-ish, in fact. He's definitely yeah. wearing, like, that's his actual hair. That's definitely oh, Jared Leto's hair. Um, yeah. He's got the white face paint. He's got some like smeared. Um, it looks like if you just like took uh, the Heath Ledger Joker and the Jared Leto Joker and put them in a blender and just popped them out, this is what you'd get. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Oof. It's is going to be not point like there's going to be no point to it. It's not going to benefit to the plot. It's not going to set the stage for anything. Best case scenario, it would have been better in a. It would have been put in a better movie if it had been in any other movie <laughs> like this just it just doesn't make any sense to me like why are we why do we have to have this like what is this what is this gonna help what is this gonna like further the point along why are we bringing back the joker for and like i remember reading the Zack snyder like article about it and saying just like it felt really like misplaced having you know, establishing Joker and not having a Joker Batman moment. Like, I feel like this is really paying homage to the fans. I'm just like, you literally just said this is fan service. You literally just said that there's no point to this except for fan service. <laughs> I instantly hate this. I instantly hate this. And like some people are saying just like, it looks like if Batman left Joker in Arkham Asylum while the world burned. And it's just like, great. What did he eat? What was he... Where, so are you going to show the, the corner where Joker's been sh pissing and shitting for the past, like, however long that this is Jared going Leto, on? they might. That's what I'm Jared terrified Leto. about. Like, I'm honest to God, they're going to do it. Between the two lunatics of Zack Snyder and Jared Leto, that could happen. 
And like, I, 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 I just don't know. I just don't know anymore. It's four hours. It's four hours. And it's going to be four hours of more scenes like this scenes where I'm going to go. What was the point of that? Yeah. What, what was this for? Did you also know that it's reported that it's a dream sequence? Shut up. Is it really? Because <laughs> oh, they, they had like, they also put a shot of what I'm assuming is in that same scene where it's Batman in his like nightmare dream sequence yeah. uh, clothes from uh, BBS. Yeah. So it's from that, like that possible future or whatever. Chris, what do you think about this new, new look Joker? I mean, I, I liked it. I, I would, I hated the tattooed one people. It was a small amount of people that fucking loved it. I didn't. And then, maybe that's me biased because you know the heath leather heath leather leather the heath leather face joker. thank you my god it's that oh, shoot, yellow leather red leather that i can't i can't do it the one with that is my joker and at least I, that's kind of where, where i gravitate towards and I, I just didn't like this iteration of and i get why they had to do it that to make a difference that just had had to differentiate the twin between the two but the, i can't to me, the, the whole thing about the film itself is like, why do we need to do this again? Like Zack Snyder, and, and it's funny because he directed Man of Steel and that's you know one of, one of my favorite of, the, of this universe. He hasn't shown that he has produced a really solid film. So let's, why are we, it's like giving someone who's not a very good shot a second bullet to miss again. I, I, I don't get it. I, it's not like we're improving, you know. That's exactly I, it. That's exactly so it. We're just so gonna, well said, dude. Thank you. And, and, and it is part of it where, like you talk about, we mentioned it, I think in a, in a previous one where directors think all of their shots are important. That's not true. Like you have to have someone to step in and say, this isn't important. All you're doing is you're, you're fattening up the runtime for no reason. So I worry there's going to be a lot, a lot of that on here. And what you guys said was, is this necessary? Do you need this? If it does, if it's not necessary, if it does not move the story forward, then, then why is it here? So you know, and I and I do think that because it's an at-home streaming service, I think the way it works is on clicks. So as soon as you click on it mm -hmm. to watch it, that registers as a view. Whether you check out after five minutes, twenty minutes, I'm sure that they have analytics that will time that. But I mean, as far as Zach's concerned, I can make this a six-hour movie. Someone has played that counts as a view for me, so that shows that I'm credible and people are watching my my art. But the, the but yeah, I think it will be interesting to see. Yeah, there you oh, go that's uh, exactly right and then that's and, and right now that's kind of you know our our, our world right now so but sure. um I, i'm not i'm not I'm not excited to see it i am interested to see the joker part of it but now that you say if it does happen and i do remember reading that there will be a night uh with the nightmare right that yeah. that 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 part of it i don't know man like i, I i'm worried because it's just going to be long guys it's going to be sure. long it's oh, going to be stuff we've seen before and I mean, yeah. I the, the reason that I got interested when they show this first off, um, no tattoos, again, just like you said, I feel real bad for all those people who loved that version of the Joker and got some tattoos yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to do that. Damage has gone away. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. like a ha 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 um, on the arm, though. That, that one was cool. I mean, it was, it, I think they could have done, like, they had, like, the, the, mouth the smile face yeah. on the hand. That I think really they could cool. have worked with it, but it's, like, mm -hmm. they coupled that with his ha, 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 laugh, and I just, I couldn't. But yeah. visually, it reminded me a lot of, and I don't know if you guys saw this, um, there's a cartoon in the mid-2000s called The Batman. Yes. With uh, a Joker about. that was voiced by Keith Michael Richardson, and it's one of my favorite iterations of mm -hmm. that and it looks very similar to this he's got like a he's got like long almost like dreadlocked hair um crazy looking eyes and he has his first costume is basically just him in a like a straight jacket and it's like that so it gave me those kind of vibes but this was definitely a situation where they were like hey we really want to get jared leto back for this and leto's just like i'm not cutting my hair for this like oh, yeah. yeah yeah but like i'm Again, it's it's gonna be dumb. It's gonna be long. It's not gonna make any sense. But like, they get to have their vision of the film. So good for them, I guess. But um, as we're wrapping up here, um, we will, and they alluded to it already. Uh, we will be doing a finale episode for this series where we talk about the Snyder Cut. We're watching this 
as you're listening to this, our audience, this, 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 is, this is specifically for you, audience. We're watching this for you. We're watching this for you. We're putting ourselves through this for you. Please appreciate it. We're never going to get these four hours back. We're never we're, get these are four hours of our lives that we are never <laughs> going to get back. Hey, you I have see what you do to us. Andrew's going to go through his whole bottle of scotch I love during it. the whole thing. Dude, we should but, have a drinking game where every time we hear Aquaman say, my man, it's a shot. <laughs> oh, and Andrew you'll, you'll be shots. fucked up in the first like three and, minutes. And we, but, but so, I mean, we haven't talked about how the, the Ray Fisher uh, thing is kind of played out yes. too, because yeah. he, and, and, and Eric, uh, you can talk more about this because uh, you probably are, are more versed in the situation than I am, but he's not doing any press for it, right? Like he's officially been exited from... Warner. Yeah, he basically, um, I mean, he's he's been a huge supporter for the Snyder Cut for years, but with all of the um, the stuff that has reportedly went on behind the scenes with Justice League, when it came to Joss Whedon, when it came to Jeff Johns, when it came to Walter Hamada, like there are a lot of or no, it was, uh, Kevin Sujihara is uh, mm-hmm. Hamada is currently in power. Uh, in power like he's the king um but like he basically made a public statement where he's like i will not support anything that warner brothers puts out until this investigation is actually given credence because to you know he to his point like they did like what they called an internal investigation with heavy in bold air quotes um but like, there's there's clearly things that went wrong. And recently, mm-hmm. actually, as we're um, recording this, it was either today or yesterday. Uh, Charisma Carpenter, who worked yeah. with Joss Whedon yep. on Angel, um, gave her own account of the t- the fucking awful things that he did um, while they were working together on Angel. And it's just, it's disgusting. It really is. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm not going to repeat it here because the he doesn't deserve the the fucking um airtime right. but like nope. it's it's terrible and i do think that i mean it it's a complicated and messy situation um i think that it sucks because i do i did enjoy ray fisher as cyborg i think he's got Same. a lot of yeah. potential as an actor i mean as someone who also comes from a theater background, like mm-hmm. that was kind of the dream of like being in theater. And then your first role is as a superhero in a blockbuster. Like yeah, exactly. that's the dream. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's terrible that like it, it, at least to my knowledge, I mean, he hasn't made another film since. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know what the, um, what the impetus is behind that but it is fucking terrible and we do have to take that with you know the knowledge of the things that went on during the uh during the making of that film and it makes that film just all the worse so mm-hmm. right you know because i know that in in a lot of the trailers his stuff was cut like we have him playing football yeah. um in my understanding of is is his story will be heavily i mean they're all going to be heavily featured because it's four hours but his story we're going to get a lot more of because we didn't get any of it really at all in the original version so even if it's half an hour it's gonna yeah right so it'll be it'll be and it will be interesting to see how that plays out because again he's been it's it's like i'm not i'm not gonna put out this film and so he's gonna when it runs, people are going to come to him and say, you know, they're going to ask questions or they're going to want to want to want to know about this big change in, in the film. It's going to have nothing to do with the investigation, but because of, of, of that divide between them and him, nothing's going to get said about it, which is an interesting thing because you know, it's coming. We know we're going to get a lot of footage of him. And also I guess he had been written out of just to kind of continue this point of um, the flash film. Yep. Like he's been, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. And that was originally supposed know. to be like a buddy film. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I was in, that was one of the parts that I really enjoyed watching. Um, and what's the actor's name that plays Flash? Ezra Miller, who has so, his own fucking issues. I was going to say, I don't even know if this dude's going to be in the Flash movie because he's going to sabotage something for himself at this point. But he Probably. was, he, yeah, he wasn't bad in, um, in Justice League. I enjoyed, you know, him. And, and I know you guys have, have, 
the ideas about what type of flash he was but him and cyborg together in the flash film would have been kind of cool you know they so, but now we're never going to get that real good chemistry yeah yeah but it's been a really interesting buddy film of two superheroes like working off each other in that way for sure and that yeah. kind of like brave and the bold style storytelling i think would have been fun and that's the two of them i think would have made a fun film which mm-hmm. in this whole grand scope of the dceu would have been an anomaly i mean fucking green lantern yeah. Corps was supposed to come out in 2020 like we were That's supposed right. to get that flash wow. and cyborg film in 2019 oh shit really wow. yeah. yeah oh wow i didn't but know they that. first announced that whole slate man like they 2020 was like their end point with uh or for their phase one or whatever with green lantern core oh like shit. now i mean we are getting a green lantern hbo series but yeah. it's probably not going to be connected and i think that's for the best but yeah. it's you know we do have to take all of that into account when we do watch this film and i think it's it's something that we definitely will i think speak on when we're reviewing the film for sure in, uh, totally in that last installment but um, that is going to do it. We've been to hell and back for these films and we have become stronger for it, question mark. <laughs> um, real quick, I'm going to kick it to you, Andrew. Any final thoughts on the DCEU as a whole? Anything you want to get off your chest before we uh, before we go into the jaws of death itself to rescue the Snyder Cut? It, it feels like we we made it through the game or at the final boss and the one winged angel music is just starting to play. God, like so much, like I think about like potential so that wants these movies and, <laughs> and like the, like what could have been. And like, yeah. I wonder about that universe and what those movies look like where everything just kind of worked out and, proper visions were met and they were the best visions they could have been and i think maybe like this whole universe could have worked out but unfortunately for the most part like there's only like two good movies out of nine and that's kind of sad yeah like even those two are just kind of okay movies chris no man andrew nailed it and i just see missed opportunity i mean warner brothers is 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 one of the biggest production companies on the planet and mm-hmm. most of these films have budgets north of 150 million dollars with superstar power and it's just crazy to think that here we are talking about out of nine films maybe two of them are good and here's the caveat to that what we think is good is very different than what you think what eric thinks and what andrew thinks mm-hmm. which and that to me means maybe none of them are good i mean you know generally when if if, if i say is cat is the winners is is um Captain America, Winter Soldier, good. Yes. I think we're all, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, There's yeah. no question, right? But if I say, if, is, is Suicide Squad good? Yes. No. No. 10 exactly. ranks out of 10. <laughs> right? <laughs> 10 so, ranks out of 10. I just think it's it's just, it's it's poor leadership. It's missed opportunity. And um, and I wonder if they're going to have to reset it. Do they do they take a, 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 a you know, basically an eraser to the slate? Do they do that? You know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. After this third Wonder Woman, maybe they reset i know cavill's on board after exiting so now he's back and i I don't know i don't know and it's unfortunate because missed opportunity and i love the fact andrew that you said someplace in some universe some multiverse two there you go somebody's talking about the dceu as being the premier franchise of all time and that's i wish we could have seen that but right now we, we are completely off the mark from that yeah Absolutely agree. I mean, it's, it, it is funny to kind of look back and think about like how much of a success this could have been because mm-hmm. arguably DC comics has some of the greatest and most iconic superhero characters of all time. For sure. And the fact that they weren't able to really meet the mark sucks, especially for me, I'm a DC guy. And like, it's, Same. it's tough to be able to exactly like, it's tough to, not be able to just hands down recommend any of these films like you always have to like have a caveat to them like Mm -hmm. i love shazam 
but you have to be aware of the kind of film it is. I love Wonder Woman, but you have to be aware of the kind of film it is. And that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I love recommending shit to people. I do it all the time on the podcast. It's like one of my things, <laughs> but like it's, it's, it's absolutely unfortunate. I think Chris really hit the nail on the head. It's a missed opportunity. They had all the opportunities in the world to get this right. And at every turn they decided to take the wrong or make the wrong choice. Which yeah. Sucks. Um, I think it's, it is going to change. I think going forward, um, regardless of, you know, where it ranks for you as a good film or a not good film. I think Joker really kind of opened the door for the kind of standalone stories that can be told with these Mm -hmm. characters. Um, I'm super fucking stoked for Matt Reeves, Batman. I can't wait for this fucking film to come out. Um, we do know that Aquaman's getting a sequel. We do know mm-hmm. that Shazam is getting a sequel. We do know that uh, Black Adam is going to come out, which is going to eventually pair him up with Shazam. And we do know that uh, Wonder Woman is getting um, a third film. And beyond that, it's kind of all in the ether. Uh, they've talked about, um, Walter Mata has talked about recently, like, you know, we're looking at running a bunch of stuff. We're looking at, you know, HBO series. We're looking at films. We're looking at having two separate Batman going on with Michael Keaton and uh, Robert Pattinson being kind of our Batman. Um, but who knows? Who knows what the future holds? All that I know about the future is that <laughs> the next time that we reconvene here, it will be for our final episode in the series. It will be for the Snyder Cut, and it will be with all of us having aged four hours or in Snyder <laughs> Cut time, 18 years. So, like until then, because we're, we're recording this, you know, prior to seeing it, we will see you on the other side, dear <sighs> listeners. But for now, for Geek Explained, this is Eric Azana. And AJ Kincaid. And Chris Carter. And we will see you next time. I mean, you know, it's built in our HBO Max in, subscribers, in, in, yeah. right? From the free. age of COVID, it's, it's that's the exact amount of money I would pay to watch yeah. this. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. There it is. There it is. Oh, I love it. <laughs>